0: Welcome to Boko No X Anime. This is the uh, prestige uh, X-Men anime podcast all about the 2011 G4 Tech TV co-production of Marvel Anime X-Men. I'm Zach Jenkins and with me as always is Luz Bianca. Luz, what's up? I have a cold. I also have a cold. It's that time of the year.
1: Yeah, it really just sneaks up on you.
0: Yeah, hopefully we don't have to go to any clinics uh, that are mysterious and turn us into Akiras.
1: You know, I actually haven't seen a movie, so I can't really say.
0: Hold on, you're supposed to be the anime expert and you have not seen Akira? A movie that I just know from, like,
1: context? You know it exists. You don't actually know it. Um, No, I've not seen Akira, actually.
0: Here's what I know about Akira. There's a really cool motorcycle and there's some body horror. Where some people turn into monsters, I think.
1: I I know there are motorcycles.
0: Okay, well maybe we should watch Akira. I don't know. It seems I, I hear it's pretty good.
1: Oh, I hear it's very good.
0: Guys, is Akira good? Please let us know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Give us your quit. give us a five star re- review. Five out of t- five out of five. Would you Akira again? Would you not Akira again?
0: I want to see everyone's letterboxed of Akira. Yeah. In my Twitter feed yeah. in five minutes, folks. Please do that. Get on it. We should talk about X-Men, though, right? The, yeah. The anime that, show that we watched That's kind of
1: watch. what we're here for, so.
0: Uh, let's let's start out. This is episode two. It's called You Men. Uh, let's start this out. Do those words mean anything to you? Me? Yes, you.
1: Um, I vaguely remember the You Men from Morrison's run. Yeah, very they're from Morrison's va- yeah, very vaguely. I read that uh, before I even liked X Men, so kind of vague. Uh,
0: you should. I just got done recording a podcast about the first arc of Morrison's run. Hey, you should read it. It's dope. I, I have. Yeah, you should do it again. It's still there. It still rules. I don't know what to tell you, Luz. It's still a great comic. <laughs> the U Men are in it. We'll get to their dealio soon. Yeah. Uh but we start with a mysterious snowy facility in an underground layer, and we start by realizing that the DVD defaults to uh, subs, and all the characters were speaking Japanese, and I did not know what that meant.
1: There were no subtitles?
0: No, there were subtitles. They were just also speaking Japanese, and I was very confused, and I said, find me the English version, please. I want to hear Steve Bloom's voice uh, being Wolverine.
1: Well, I did actually listen to the episode in japanese with subtitles now and i'm happy to report that wolverine does in fact use order awesome so does scott if i heard it right which honestly baffles me
0: uh he seems like a boku boy
1: he, he does seem like a boku boy i'm glad we're agreed there
0: we are uh so in this in this snowy underground facility. We see two people talking about anti X Men weaponry. Yep. Uh, with with all those robots that attacked armor in the first episode.
1: Yeah, and also like that weird monocle, mad eye, moody person.
0: Uh, he gets a name in this one, and do you know what it is, Luz?
1: No, I'm not even gonna guess.
0: It's Sublime. He's um, Sublime from Morrison's run. I assume you don't remember what John Sublime Steel is. I
1: remember John Sublime Steel.
0: Uh, for the people who don't know John Sublime's deal, he, in the comics, is a sentient bacteria that is ageless and hates mutants.
1: Why? Do, is it ever explained why Sublime hates mutants, or...? No! And, and he no. broke Emma's nose, which was expensive.
0: That was an expensive nose, but she got a better one.
1: Presumably uh, even more expensive.
0: You gotta hope, you gotta hope. She's a lady of class. Uh, but we'll have to save more Emma talk for next episode. Uh, Cause spoiler alert, Emma is in this series. Like she's been in all the credits.
1: Yeah, uh, I was. I was actually and, watching this episode. Like, gee, when's Emma Emma gonna show up?
0: Yeah, uh, and we get we'll get there. Uh, but anyway, Sublime is talking to this weird, like Final Fantasy VII Genova looking thing yep. hanging on the wall.
1: Yep, just uh, uh, about his the wall. plans
0: to destroy the X Men. Yeah, that guy doesn't get a name yet. Uh, we'll talk about what his name is when it happens. Cause it also makes me excited for Warren Ellis pulling weird Morrison things and then just completely doing a different thing with it.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Cause like, I feel like the human have been like kind of underutilized in actual like X continuity in the comics. They're basically just in Morrison's running nothing else.
0: Yeah. Their whole deal is that they are humans who Want to make themselves better, uh, so they uh, do steal mutant. Yeah, but they do it by wearing fish tanks and uh, cutting up mutants and stealing their organs.
1: Can't I relate to that?
0: No, that one. That one's outside of my norm. Uh, but you know, self so betterment
1: find... meditation. You know, that's great.
0: Yeah, just I just really draw the line fo- organs. Focus on self-improvement. Yeah, well, unless you need them, and unless it's a consenting donor.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, of course, of course. Consent, like, guys. I'm not I don't consent is I don't no want to important. shame
0: anyone who needed a new kidney.
1: Oh yeah, but like I mean if you're just taking someone's organs like presu- and like presumably killing them to do so, like unless they're okay with that, I'm not okay with even
0: that. Even then even then that's not cool. If they're okay with that, then you may wanna like make sure they're doing all right.
1: That's true. That's help true. Help them out. Organs are complex and we're not qualified to talk about them.
0: We really aren't. We are qualified to talk about how the X-Men show up at uh, Hasako, the missing schoolgirl's parents' house. Yes. It's the one time she ever took the bus. (laughs) The one time she takes the bus.
1: I mean, you think they were like just waiting for there to be a slip up where she had to take the bus?
0: Yeah. But she's not the only person who's gone missing. Oh, she is not.
1: There's also Earring Boy.
0: Yeah, uh, they say in the English, they say over a dozen. In the Japanese subtitles, it says 20 mutants oh. have gone missing. Oh. Uh, I kept the subtitles on even in English because I noticed they were different.
1: Yeah, they usually uh, are.
0: And I was just seeing what those differences were.
1: Fascinating.
0: It wasn't that fascinating, honestly. <laughs> Okay. If I'm gonna be honest, I wrote down anytime time it was fascinating. It was pretty much any time numbers were involved. They used different numbers, but it was irrelevant.
1: Yeah, I don't know how you'd say half I I don't know how you'd say more than two dozen, and no, I don't know how you'd say more than a dozen in Japanese. So twenty is just easier.
0: Probably. Anyway, they go they go searching for other mutants because uh, the U-Men have been hanging out in Japan, and we find that out through Cerebro stuff.
1: Yeah, Cerebro uh, and- has been upgraded and. Also, there's this weird line where, like, Beast is like looking at his little cerebro mobile iPhone. It's more like an iPad actually, and it's
0: it's tablet based. yes. Yeah, tablet
1: based. His good iPad Pro, and Logan's like, "Oh yeah, you're doing that in case the professor's powers go or something like that." And I was like, "Wait, what? Like, you can just casually say that?" Like, oh my god, you can't just ask someone why their powers are going, or insinuate that their powers are going. Like, is please tell me that's going to be, like, addressed.
0: I have no idea. <laughs> Again, I've not watched the show in several years. Uh, what what we do need to address, though, is Logan and Cyclops' is really cool motorcycles that they ride around for this entire episode.
1: Yeah, I was kind of like, I feel like Cyclops' powers are kind of underutilized this episode. Like, uh, yeah
0: cuz his motorcycle shoots rockets.
1: Yeah, his motorcycle shoots rockets, but he can shoot eye beams. Like why doesn't he just use that too? I don't understand.
0: Uh yeah, I don't either.
1: Oh, and also they like I don't know if you were going to bring this up but like they start but this episode tries to tackle um the like whole like mutant phobia kind of thing and I but don't poorly? Yeah, yeah, I was about to say with not too deft a hand are you know like they like Wolverine and Cyclops who look like Wolverine and Cyclops and they're matching skin tight leather look outfits like dudes. show up mhm and they start asking about missing mutants and the guy there somehow does not put two and two together that these people are also mutants and he just starts being like oh yeah mutants they suck
0: Yeah, it's not not a nuanced take that you might expect from the X-Men. Though they do, in this cute town, find a cute dog, have a lot of man pain, and get directions to where maybe the guy disappeared. Maybe. Uh, And do you know what? Do you know what? What? It's a trap. Oh, yeah. It's a trap on the ice.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Scott gets angry about... The state of mutant human relations, which you know, not out of character, but it did feel a bit forced.
0: Yeah, uh, Scott's just powered by man pain in this
1: episode. In this episode, do you <laughs> just mean in this series so far? Or? Yeah,
0: <laughs> he is. He's so mopey, and he's like, people, people need to be better. And I miss Gene. I mean, and it's like, dude, not- chill out. You're you're doing you're doing a big ice battle on your motorcycle with robot men. Maybe chill for a second. Or at least, like, move your
1: priorities to the robots.
0: Yeah. Uh, So the robots attack, and I actually super like this uh, fight scene. Like, I thought this was pretty dope.
1: I thought it was too long, but also, like, action has never been, like, what I gravitate towards in stories.
0: I can believe that. uh, Because essentially, they just fight a bunch of robots on the ice. Uh, They say one liners, like, yelling that, oh, they got better at the robots. Or how the robots leaders are saying these are soon to be X-X-Men. Uh, and then the X-Hummer shows up to the rescue that has Beast and Storm in it. Because they just have a Hummer now?
1: Yeah, I was kind of confused as to why Storm wasn't flying, but... Meh.
0: Yeah. Uh, the problem. The problem is, there's a point where Storm says, I have an idea. And she jumps out and starts flying. And I said, okay, she's going to do some Storm stuff. She's going to be like... Hurricane and winds, and I will meet you at the monorail! And she doesn't. She just follows the guy to their base and says, Guys, they're over here. They're over here, guys. We can go over there instead of, you know, calling down lightning from the sky.
1: Yeah, it honestly makes me worried for Emma's character. Like, if this is how they're going to treat Storm.
0: I don't remember Emma being done poorly, but I also don't remember much from this series. Okay, okay. grain of salt. Yeah. Uh... So, there's a big action scene. There's some bad CG in some of these spots. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's kind of, like, jarring, honestly. You know, like, I think there are some places where it can be done pretty well. Like, in Avatar The Last Airbender, the original series, they, like, use CG for some of the machines, which I thought was a really interesting choice. But here it's just, like, eh?
0: Yeah, it doesn't work well. Uh, one thing I did want to point out in this scene, because they they just kill a bunch of U-men. They take down their anime ship. It's a whole big thing. The U-men do have skis built into their legs. As if they were in the movie Batman and Robin.
1: Have you seen that movie? Have you not? I have not. Is it good? It
0: no. You have to watch it, though. Why? The- Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Mr. Freeze. He does. Do you know? Do you know? Oh my gosh. Uma Thurman's in this.
1: I knew that. She plays Poison Ivy, right?
0: Yeah. She's. Uma Thurman's the only one who's in on the joke, which I think is great.
1: You can see where my priorities are there. Like, I know Uma Thurman's in there.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Look, uh her, her hair's bad in it, but she tries. Uh No, you need to watch that movie. It's, it's campy as heck. Okay. Uh, Anyway, at one point uh, in that particular film, which is why I made the reference, and now I have to explain a joke, which is the best way to tell jokes I've been told. Uh, Batman and Robin click their feet together, and ice skates come out of their shoes. (laughs) Which is essentially what the U-Men do here, but with skis. Anyway, the fight ends, and uh, it turns out that Sublime was just gathering data to make anti-X-Men weapons.
1: Honestly, I don't really mind that. Like, it comes out of nowhere, but I don't mind it as a plot detail. It the way mm-hmm. it's presented, though, there's no like setup, so it does kind of feel like he's just like, "Oh yeah, I totally meant for that to happen."
0: Yeah, this was totally this was totally my plan. And he's talking to this, you know, the robot Sigma Geneva guy, uh, and it's fine. And Xavier's just kind of chilling there, though. Xavier's back in back in Westchester County, uh, Woo! just just. He's just feeling feelings. Uh, he does mention that X-Force has dealt with the u in the past, which is wild to me that X-Force is getting a name drop here, and we just, we don't see him.
1: It would be wild if Cable showed up in the middle of this. Oh my
0: gosh. It would be Cable, so
1: wild. Cable, Cable's kind of an anime character though, right? Oh, he totally is. Come on. It, you know what? If Cable doesn't doesn't show up now, I'm going to be disappointed.
0: I don't think he does. Okay, okay. Top
1: five most anime X Men characters. I'll start. Cable.
0: Magic. We already discussed that in the last episode.
1: Right. Um. Is it weird? That I want to say Gambit's pretty anime.
0: Gambit's pretty anime. Yeah. He's a pretty boy. He's a pretty boy. He does stuff. Uh. Who's the most Sailor Moonish of the anime of the X Men's? Or
1: well, are we talking personality of Sailor Moon, or like the general vibe of Sailor Moon is like? 'Cause I love Sailor Moon, so like
0: I mean I guess Pixie Yeah. Fits into that. But is like big winged girls a thing in uh She has pink hair, that sounds anime. Yeah,
1: pink hair is pretty anime.
0: Gotta yeah, I've always heard blue hair that you gotta have blue hair. Uh, well, there's Surge, but Surge was made to be an anime character, which is unfortunate because it was like someone who just knew about the manga boom being like, we really got to reach out to these kids.
1: These teens with their mangoes and animes, animus." I'm glad we had that moment, though. Just, that was
0: good. That was good. That
1: was a good thing. Uh,
0: there is there is an X-Men manga. Actually, there's a lot of X-Men manga things, and they're uniformly horrible, except for one uh, that was a Wolverine story that they just actually got a manga guy to do.
1: Wow. Who would have thought that actually uh, brings someone who knows and respects them idiom? Well, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, I feel well, like, look, CB Sebaltki I, like really I feel like
1: they tried, like... It's interesting, because, like... I feel like a lot of times, like, this is not unique to comics at all, but, like, a thing gets big, and then they just try to take the easiest lessons from it possible. You know, like... Like, well, like, like like big I'm, superhero movies with big expanded universes do well, so they do a James Bond movie where it turns out everything was connected all along.
0: Well, you joke about that, but what you're, you're really talking about is when Universal said, we're going to do a dark universe, and we're going to do a hot Dracula movie to start it off, and then that didn't do well. So they said, we're going to do a Tom Cruise mummy movie, and that didn't do well.
1: Honestly, I kind of live for a universe where the mummy is part of a huge, expansive thing they had that they had that it was like in the it was like in the you know like the the old universal stuff
0: like the 30s and 40s
1: that would have been amazing honestly i'm kind of sad we never got there because you know the fickle american and chinese public deemed it unworthy
0: um also i hear it wasn't that great of a movie oh that probably that probably didn't help it (laughs) Uh,
1: you know it's a movie that should have done great
0: what movie should have done great? Lose.
1: I can. I know why it didn't do great, but honestly, Blade Runner 24, 2047, That's a great movie.
0: Never watched it. I heard it's. I heard it's good.
1: Wait, didn't it do well? I feel like for no, a three no, hour it movie, didn't. it made I money. Mean, I mean, I remember very distinctly Ridley Scott like commenting on. This movie's success or lack thereof with like, oh, it was too long, man. We should have made it shorter. But I feel like the fact that it's so long is part of what makes it great.
0: Huh. I'll have to watch that. It just, I can't find, I can barely find time to watch a 22-minute anime episode for a podcast I do.
1: What are you so uh, So busy a three-hour movie. Other podcasts?
0: Well, other podcasts, a full-time job, children, oh, okay. uh, for the okay. most okay. part. Okay, yeah, they take up time. And for some reason, my son... I love him to death. And he's like, Daddy, I'd rather watch Peppa Pig than Blade Runner. And I'm like, you're three. What are you doing?
1: Okay, but don't besmirch the name that is Peppa Pig. Uh,
0: Wait, hold on. Hold on. And I know we are just on the longest tangent. Peppa Pig's bad, actually. Have you
1: ever watched it, Luz? No, but I feel her spirit within me. <laughs> okay? So don't talk trash.
0: All right. This is this is a pro Peppa zone.
1: <laughs> in this house, this is we a- respect Peppa Pig.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, in in Xavier's house, back to back. back
1: yeah, finally.
0: <laughs> finally, focusing. Uh, in Xavier's house, he finds out information about the uh, Sasaki Institute, and he tries calling them. And can't get a line to them.
1: Yeah, I was confused. Like, was the Sasaki Institute a thing in the first episode? Because I feel like they were referencing something I should have known about, but didn't.
0: No, but I think it's going to become relevant later. Let's hope. Uh, Anyway, they go to the U-Men's base. uh, And it's just, it's weird. It's a medical place.
1: Oh, yeah, it's very Uh, medical and, like, not exactly, like, sterile, but, like, sterile but green you know
0: yeah it's kind of gross uh they call hank mccoy a phd in the obvious which is a very 2011 joke which i enjoyed uh but then there's a dude a a dude with all these tubes coming out of him and he's yelling kill me help me me it hurts
1: And, and you're like oh god we're going there already already
0: and then he he becomes an akira
1: I feel like you don't get to say that, considering neither I, of us have watched Akira and therefore can't verify that.
0: Guys, guys, who are listening to this, again, another call out. Please tell me if I'm using the verb Akira, right? It's a noun. Or the, I guess the description.
1: <laughs> the English major jumped out.
0: He, he Akira's into, there's a verb for you. <laughs> he Akira's into this new body horror shape with so many teeth. So many teeth, limbs. so many,
1: like, limbs and, like, just, like, pulsing body mass. It's awful.
0: Yeah, they fight. Uh,
1: and Scott has, like, this big thing where he's like, mutants shouldn't hurt other mutants. then you know, you can just hear Magneto cackling softly in the distance. Um, Any anyway, and,
0: and Beast, he whips out his extreme X-Men glasses that tell him all the information he needs and says, yeah, this boy's beyond our help. We just got to kill him. Yeah. Uh, Storm tries to do a murder and fails, so then Cyclops does do a murder, but he's very sad about it.
1: Yeah, and somehow, like, the murder reverts the kid back to his, nor- to his slightly normal self, like himself, but with, like, big legs, because he's been experimented yeah. on. Not well, quite I'll sure say- how that works.
0: I'll say the kid screams, his yelling of, kill me, thank you, kill me. Uh, That was actually really annoying to listen to. I know he was in a lot of pain, uh, but in English, it was rough. Was it it any better in the native Japanese?
1: I feel like it was slightly better than that in the native Japanese, but I was kind of like, uh, like, I've seen this so many times, you know? Like, just like the whole, like... Kill me, the pain is too much, especially if it's a woman. Like if that had been a, a young girl, I would have lost it right there.
0: Uh Wolverine does lose it right there because he punches Cyclops in the friggin' gut and says, Stop being like this.
1: Stop being We need such you an to an stop worrying about this. Whiny little guy. And again, like he's, everyone's like Cyclops, you're the leader, like you have to take charge now, which is like literally everyone else except for maybe Beast is qualified to lead. Probably more qualified,
0: yeah, yeah, they they maybe should have said, "Hey, Cyclops, how about you uh sit you could come with us how about how about you just back us up on this one uh, and they don't, yeah, uh, but what they do do is go into this green anime room where they find all these stasis pods, yeah, they're
1: like from alien, in- like these little alien stasis pods, and they go in and they're like, oh, hey." He, Soko's here, which is just very convenient. And who else is here, though? Yeah, Emma Frost is also there. And then Scott, like, tenses up. And, and, and no one else knows who Emma Frost is. So that's a mystery that's yet to be solved. You know, Scott's like, what is she Except doing for we all here? know
0: who she's here. We all know who Emma is, though. And she's great. And I love her so much. And... Uh, she's very mean and we'll learn about her in the next episode. Again, you can watch this on Crackle for free. Uh, you should do it. You should. This show's about to get to the parts that's, like, weird and good.
1: Yeah, because so far it's been, like, pretty slow. You know, yeah, like, we had this entire part where, like, time. with Hisako's parents where they're just, like, crying about Hisako and anti-mutant sentiment and that's not what i'm really here for like i feel like there are certain stories that can do that well but i never come to x-men anime looking for like a deep dive into the mutant metaphor
0: yeah uh this one this one's weird uh but lose what's the most anime moment in this episode
1: i think it's that second fight would you agree
0: i think that's about right yeah uh I do think the most X-Men moment, though, is when Wolverine just punches Scott right in the gut and says, get over it. Let's go do this thing.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of torn on that because on the one hand, it's exhausting just tonally to see Scott repeat the same thing over and over again. But also, like, the human and in me. And we still have
0: ten episodes.
1: Yeah. But also, like, the human in me who has empathy is like, it's only been a year. Like, let it let him be. Let him be a little sad.
0: But you know... He loved her too. He lost someone too, Scott.
1: You never knew her like I did, Logan. It's exciting. Uh, that that's
0: that's episode two though. The next episode's gonna be with Emma Frost content, and I am here for that.
1: Oh, I, I sure hope it's I sure hope it'll deliver even a fraction of the Emma we all know and love.
0: Ah, uh, we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh thank you guys for listening though. If you would like to find me, go to xavierfiles.com. That's where I have all the latest and greatest of my X-Men media empire. Uh, and just some, some stuff. You can find it. Or on Twitter at Xavier Files. Hey, Luz, what's up with you?
1: Yo, follow me on Twitter at LuzBianca417. The best content. What was the last thing I tweeted about? Let's find out.
0: Was it like an old timey picture of you because that was the last thing I saw oh, yes, I don't yes, really it's this old, follow your Twitter it's pic- religiously it's
1: this uh it's this picture I took on a film camera. it's a self-portrait of me dressed in a in a Regency era gown and, and with a um and with a bonnet uh, yeah so rigorous th- real in content right here
0: that is uh that is exciting. Uh what what else is up? Um probably nothing. We'll we'll just be back next week, guys. Hopefully until healthier. Then,
1: hopefully healthier. Hopefully
0: healthier cuz I've been talking for like an hour and a half straight and my voice is shot.
1: I just want to cough until I can't cough anymore.
0: Luckily I can edit all those out and you guys won't have to see them. But until then, guys, sayonara.
1: Bye.